You're listening to the Millennial Life and Men podcast, episode four. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Millennial Life and Men Work Life Money podcast. My name is Kimberly, and I'm here to help you develop the personal growth skills to make and manage your money to create work life balance. And today, we're going to be talking about me and how I've been doing in the month of April. So in this episode, it's called the personal growth update. And I actually um, first heard about it from Sam Laura Brown. She has a podcast called the Perfectionism Project Podcast. And it is one of my absolute favorite for favorite podcasts to listen to. It's all about being um, overcoming the struggles of being a perfectionist. And I super, super recommend it. But what I loved about listening to her personal growth updates is that she would um, describe the process and she would give an update basically of what she was working on each month when it came to her personal development. And I think that was so helpful. So I'm going to be applying it to my money mindset and the personal growth involved in basically making and managing your money. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the things that had happened um, with me in April and how it's um, regarding my finances. And I wanted to share this journey because even though, you know, I talk bits about bits and pieces of my life throughout all of the episodes, this will allow you to see what I'm actually working on behind the scenes, the things that I'm still working on. I'm far from perfect when it comes to personal finance. I think personal finance is actually an ongoing journey. Like you you don't just have one budget and it stays the same for the rest of your life. And you don't just have one salary. I would hope that stays the same um, the rest of your life. There's just so many things that also affect personal finance. Like if you change jobs, if you've moved, if you want to buy a place and your goals, if you have kids. So I'm not having kids right now, by the way, but I will be giving you the behind the scenes look in these episodes. They will be monthly. So this is it for April. And let's just get started. The beginning of April was actually very stressful for me. I started this month with a lot of anxiety regarding money. Um, basically because of COVID-19. So I, depending on when and where you're listening to this from, I like in Canada, we had our COVID-19 measures really come down um, mid-March and it really for the next couple of weeks started to get pretty intense, pretty, there was a lot of uncertainty around money and finances and jobs and people were getting laid off and around mortgages and rents and all that kind of stuff. And my biggest money anxiety was actually um, my rental property. I'm not going to go into too much of the details with my tenants because while I'm very open about talking about my finances, I do not um, uh, think that it's okay just to talk about other people's circumstances or finances without their consent and without their knowledge. So I won't go into too much about it, but there was a lot of anxiety of whether or not, you know, um, I felt like the rent was going to get paid um, and just the whole uncertainty of COVID-19. I think there was a lot of, I watched a lot of news. There was a lot of media and it just was very a fearful time. Uh, towards the end of April, I'm feeling a lot better. But again, m- at the beginning of April, the, there were new policies coming out, new programs coming out. People were starting to get laid off. And one of the things that happened in April is actually um, the BC 
provincial government announced that they were going to start a program to help with rent subsidies. And both my tenants have applied for that and we're going to hear back from that. So it did ease my anxiety a little bit. But overall, it was still a lot to take at the beginning of April. And ironically, the first, even though the first week was very, very um, stressful, it was completely juxtaposed by the se- by events in the second week. Because in the second week of April, I hit my ten thousand dollar emergency fund goal, and I talked all about this in episode two. And it was really exciting time for me because this was a goal that I had been working on for many years. And really, again, this emergency fund came at the time that I needed it the most. And I also was able to create in April a second emergency fund for my property. Um, I know that having a property um, comes with a lot of risk. And even without the COVID-19 situation, like you never know, we all do our best, but you never know if you have to go through an eviction process or if um, someone moves out and I just can't get someone in for whatever reason right away because there's a period between that and I'm still looking if I'm looking for tenants. So there are all these items that I knew that could come up even without COVID-19. So I decided that I was going to create a second emergency fund for my properties. And that one is about $2,000. So that um, covers a the first month's rent, but also it covers other em- emergency expenses that come up. One of them being something that I already expected, which is to replace my hot water tank. So for anyone who doesn't know, because I just found this out too, a hot water tank has to be replaced every 10 years. And so while, you know, there's nothing wrong with my hot water tank, it's just one of those routine maintenance things that you have to do as a homeowner. So I need to do it this year. I had the money already set aside for it because whether um, I'm going to be living in the property or not, um, I moved actually for, I don't think I clarified, I moved in um, out of the property at the end of December because I was going to move in with my boyfriend. Um, And so I always knew that that looming hot water tank replacement was coming. If I lived in the property, I'd still have to replace it. So um, I also have that emergency fund just for these little types of expenses. And obviously with any um, income that I get from the rental property, I actually, first of all, don't get that much. But second, I don't really consider it um, as like a secondary income because I, I know that I have to also be responsible for paying any major expenses that could come out for damage of the property. Or again, if we have to go through an eviction process, if I can't find a tenant for a month, like I'm responsible for all that at the end of the day. So I do have that emergency fund for that purpose. But yeah, it was a really rocky first couple of weeks for me at the beginning of April. I started this month with this incredible panic and anxiety. And then the next week, I was on an incredible high from hitting my emergency fund. And I am just learning the ups and downs of finance with you. Then, Because the next exciting thing that happened to me this month was actually starting this podcast. I'd been thinking about starting a podcast for so long and never really pushed myself to do it. The reason why I wanted to start a podcast is because I wanted to connect with my readers and everyone on a different level. 
I love writing and I will continue to write, but there is something so special and cathartic and incredible about being able to speak and connect with you through my personal finance journey through a podcast. I also started this podcast because I realized I talk too much in my emails and my articles. Um, If you are subscribed or if you have ever read anything I've written, you'll notice that my everything I write is incredibly long because I have so much to share. I love long form content and I love being able to share this different part of my journey with you and be able to really explain it. Um, I also just really like listening to podcasts or my favorite um, types of content, even over YouTube videos, which I do enjoy as well. But I love that I'm able to um, listen to a podcast when I'm washing the dishes or when I'm going for a run or something along those lines. So if you're doing something like doing laundry or washing the dishes, I do the exact same thing. And moving on to the next part of my month in April was actually taking um, a big step into more into more learning into learning more about personal finance. So this month, I took investing really seriously and actually decided to enroll in a boot camp to learn more about it. So I haven't been investing for a few years now. And to be honest, I haven't, I didn't really know what I was doing. I felt like I, for the past few years, I've just been trying to piece together information here and there. And so this month I decided to take it really seriously and invest in a bootcamp and really learn the ins and outs of investing and have a roadmap for me. The bootcamp I enrolled in was from uh, Ambitious and Delting, which is led by Liz Enriquez. I will link by the way, all the information in the show notes. But what I really liked about this boot camp was that it was geared towards Canadian investing. It can be really hard sometimes to find information I, I found on Canadian investing. And it's just a really beneficial for me to learn about how to invest with the Canadian accounts like TFSA and um, an RSSP. I learned so much in this boot camp, and one of the things I really learned is how many mistakes I've been making the past couple of years. I will actually be dedicating a whole other episode to this topic on investment mistakes. It's on my list to record, so it should be the next episode, episode five or episode six. And so I won't go into too much of it here, but like sneak peek, there are a lot of mistakes I made. And um, if you're wondering how much I spent on the boot camp, it was about $260 Canadian and well worth the money because I have definitely been making more like mistakes that have cost me way more than $260 Canadian. As someone who loves to learn um, and someone who's also very careful with what I spend money on, I've always found investing in myself and education to be well worth this money well worth my money. This month, I actually also did, you know, one of those Instagram quizzes on your IG stories, where you write in the answers and tag people. And one of the questions that I uh, was asked in one of these quizzes I was taking was, what is your biggest spending vice? And without a doubt, no hesitation, I put education. And because I really believe in it. And um, speaking about education and investments in myself, I guess 
this is probably a good time to also share with you how much I spent on other personal investments this month. I don't know if this is going to be a reoccurring theme for these updates, but I have no problem sharing how much money I spend on stuff. So the other investment mess, the other investment I made was actually um, again on myself in a group coaching program. It's a monthly membership um, called Perfectionist Getting Stuff Done by Sam Laura Brown, who is the host of the Perfectionism Project podcast. Um, and so for short, it's called PGSD and the S stands for a swear word, but I don't swear on this podcast or in real life often. So I'm just going to leave it at that. You can figure it out for yourself. But PGSD is a monthly membership program that has personal development and business coaching. And I think the price is higher now to join, but I was one of the first members in the group. So I pay now um, about $49 USD per month. I find a lot of value in this because I practice what I preach. I'm really serious about my personal development and I really invest into it. Oh, and speaking about investments, I forgot to mention that um, I also made another investment this month, kind of, but I mean last year, but I used it this month, which is starting this podcast. Um, so to learn how to start this podcast, I took the podcast lab course by Jenna Kutcher. Jenna runs the Gold Digger podcast, which I love and I love following her. Um, but I actually bought this course last year as a, a part of a promotional bundle that she was doing for the course. So I think the course is now around like $300, but I bought it for $99 as a part of a bundle with a whole bunch of other courses. So even though I didn't make the investment at this month, um, I did use it this month. Um, and I really enjoyed and I really value like being able to take that course and learn how to make a podcast and learn a lot of these ins and outs without having to figure it out on my own. Um, all of these payments, by the way, actually come out of my business account, not my personal budget. I have a separate account for the money I make in my side hustles and stuff and my freelance writing. And I reinvest it right back into building MLA and um, better developing myself. And, you know, speaking of MLA, um, I wanted to also include like a business update in these personal growth updates and how I'm doing and progressing in MLA and hoping to turn it into a business. That is something I really want, but I am still learning throughout the process. One of the things I really wanted, I really had to focus on this month was learning more about how to sell myself and promote MLA to be able to work on bigger projects and reach more people and create a bigger impact. But I am very uncomfortable with the act of selling. So if you've ever seen me try to sell anything, like even affiliate anything, like just know I'm really uncomfortable doing it. I don't feel like I'm that great at it, but I do want to get better. So this month I was actually coached by Sam in the PGSD program and it's something that I'm tr like constantly trying to learn more about the business building process and the mindset behind selling as well. So there's not that many updates um, in regards to this. I hope that there will be more future updates on building the business of MLA on future podcasts, but it's something I'm definitely still looking to on, uh, um, something I'm still working on. 
And for anyone who is looking to build a business or a side hustle or anything along those lines, um, something I listened to this month that was really helpful was actually a podcast episode from Sunny Leonard Doozy, who runs the Sunny Show podcast. I will link it, of course, in the show notes. And it's all about how to sell without feeling sleazy. And I found it super helpful. And if you don't get a chance to listen to the pod, uh, to the episode, one of the big takeaway lessons that I learned is that selling is not um, selling if you don't believe sleazy if you if you believe in your product. It's actually doing a service to someone. So listen to that podcast episode for more details because I don't think I'm gonna be able to summarize it very well here. I'm still trying to take it in myself. But yes, um, I will continue to update you more on the behind the scenes of me and developing MLA. And the last exciting thing that happened this month was actually turning 29. My birthday is at the end of the April, um, at, end of, at the end of April. And while I'm not a birthday person, it got me nostalgic on what I've accomplished so far. I actually have a 30 before 30 list that I created when I was 20. And while it's evolved and changed throughout the, weir- uh, throughout the years, it's kind of interesting to go back and look on it. So I did actually on my birthday. I don't know if I'll ever share the whole list because it's um, kind of embarrassing, actually. Um, it's got a lot of finance and career goals, yes, that relate to MLA, but it's also got some really random things on it. And while there are many things that I've crossed off, there's still a lot of stuff to go. And to be honest, um, some of it's probably not going to happen this year because it is travel related. And with the whole COVID situation, I think this year is kind of a write-off when it comes to travel. However, there are a lot of things that I have crossed off the list, even though I haven't fully accomplished them. Throughout the process of money and my journey in personal development, I've really learned to give myself credit for putting in the effort, not for just being absolutely perfect in executing the goal. For example, one of the things on my list was to run a marathon. And last year, I ran my first half marathon. And while training for it, I learned that I did not want to run a marathon because I love running. It's my escape from the world, my self-care. And when I was training for it, I actually started to resent it because I had to focus so much on my physique and also my time. I did consider running another half marathon this year just to try it again with like a different perspective. But at the end of 2019, I actually got into an accident and I had a concussion. So I had to stop running. Um, And also, I mean, just go figure with 2020, um, all the marathons and half marathons in my area have actually been canceled. So this is something I might revisit and rethink next year. But I do always give myself credit for trying. And that's something I'm constantly working on. And so that was my month of April. It came with a lot of ups and downs. But the real lesson I learned this month was to understand what I can and cannot control when it comes to my money, my finances, and my personal growth. 
I cannot control the outbreak of COVID-19 to an extent. I can stay in self-isolation and take care of myself and encourage other people to take care of themselves, but I can't control the government policies or layoffs or the fluctuation of the economy. So there's no point in indulging in that kind of anxiety. Of course, I know it's okay to feel. That's only natural. But I'm coming to understand what's beneficial to focus on and what isn't. I'm trying now, moving forward, to focus on the things I can control. I can control what I do in my quarantine time. And I can control um, me learning more about investing and my path down um, that journey. I can also control things like building my business and starting this podcast. So those are the things that I'm going to be focused on moving forward and not giving too much focus and energy into all of these parts of the world and situations that I really can't predict, control, and I will just have to be able to adapt to. Anyways, um, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm going to end it here before I get too rambly on this update because I, I know that's super easy to do. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed listening to what I'm working on behind the scenes and know that I'm in this process with you. So I will see you in the next episode. Until then, happy saving and spending. If you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Millennial Life and Men podcast, I highly encourage you to leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. This helps more people discover the podcast and become a part of this community. Remember, we're all figuring this work-life-money thing out together.